You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, everybody. Father Vasek continuing Real Presence Live with you today. I am usually at uh, on top of a... A beautiful little hill in Bismarck, North Dakota at the University of Mary. I'm uh, on a bigger hill. I'm on a thing called a mountain. I'm from the Red River Valley. We don't have those. Uh, But we've got them out here in Montana, west, southwestern, southern, western, middle, southern. I don't know. We're in the Rocky Mountains. And I'm here with a couple of my great, 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 great buddies. Father Scott Pogacinik from the Diocese of St. Cloud and Father Greg Eim from the Diocese of Madison, Wisconsin. I myself am a priest of the Diocese of Crookston, Minnesota, serving at the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota. And, uh, but we're out in a secret location uh, that is to not be identified. And we are celebrating 10 years together, some of us from our, from our priest group. Um, we get together. Uh, maybe we'll just say this. So these, these are guys, of, of the 50 guys in the seminary, at the North American College in our class, 54, I think it was, something like that. So there's 200 guys at the seminary, you know, and 50 in each class, basically. Um, there, of the 50 of us, there were um, seven of us, seven and eight, there were seven or eight of us that uh, came together and decided we don't want to leave here, the seminary, at the end of four or five years and not stay in touch. And, um, Maybe which one of you guys could share about just how that all came about? Because uh, we talked to Monsignor Powers. You know, so go over to Father Scott here. Um, so we, one of our classmates, maybe a couple of us, uh, was chatting with this other priest. And, um, and he had this priest fraternity group. And they'd, he'd been ordained a priest for 10, 15 years. And we were just kind of in awe over it. We were kind of trying to find out, like, what is, what is that? Like, how did that happen? And he said, well, we bound ourselves together. Uh, and we just make sure that we see each other every year, and we just that's all there is to it. Uh, so, F- Father Pogacinik, uh just speak into how that came about, or just how awesome it is that it came about, or how beneficial it's been that we've done it, or you know, things right. like that. Yeah, I mean, early in the show, we talked about like a Father Mark Lenneman, who was kind of right. a standout priest early on in the, our years at the seminary. Yes. And so you're naturally looking for those leaders, those those yeah. models, those who have kind of tread the path before you and have done it well, you know, have found a way to kind of uh, move into the next chapter of the call uh, as a disciple. And so as we were looking at, you know, seminarians and then on the cusp of priesthood, really wanting to preserve friendship, we knew that would be essential for our growth as priests and to be effective priests. Uh, And so you you ask priests around you who you really respect, who you look up to. And Father Tom Powers, Monsignor Tom Powers was my spiritual director at the time. And so just really beautiful to say, Father Tom, like pour in your wisdom, like tell us what, what would you recommend for young priests? And he said, well, you need to, you need to stay in touch. You're going to be scattered across the whole country. Uh, being, being given a lot of duties, a lot of pastoral responsibility, and so you need to renew your friendship. You need to renew your priesthood with one another. Because mm. really, at the end of the day, it's really only a priest who can fully understand the, the joy, but also the burden, the responsibility of, of living the priesthood of Jesus Christ. And so we decided to do that every January. We found uh, the second week of January was a great time for us. You, you, you have a beautiful um, celebration of the Advent season, the Christmas season, and then uh, you move together as brothers. And it's something that we've longed, you know, we, we just looked forward to every single year. We've uh, done that down in, we were in the southern part of the U.S. one time, and then we decided to take it even further south down to Mexico, a little... Uh, a little oasis down there that we found um, that's really renewed our spirits and 
There's the natural beauty of it. There's a chance, at least from being from Minnesota, to warm up for I know, a, a week or so. out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to let our hearts be just shared, the whole year, really, we try to get a chance to, um, to summarize uh, the evenings that we have together to uh, just to share the fruits, um, even the, tri- you know, the trials as well yeah. of yeah. our journey. Yeah. And then just to like pray over each other is just a, yeah. it's a highlight of the whole year. Yeah. You know, these are your brothers who love you and mm-hmm. want the very best for you. And you're, you're so free. You're so transparent in that place. The Lord Jesus uses that time in yeah. an amazing way to serve his people. Yeah. So there's three of us here together right now, uh, out of the seven that are, that are getting together every, uh, every January. And, um, we we have a text thread on our phones, uh, so this is just an in for everybody out there on on what some priests do anyway. Maybe not all, but we have a text thread with all seven of us, and it's just usually going nuts. There are some days where it's completely quiet, and nobody's saying anything. But then there's days there are thirty, forty messages like, "Hey, did you hear about this?" And guys are saying this, and here's what happened. Oh my gosh! Oh, this is crazy, or you know whatever these things are, and and it's just it's wild. Um, but then we have this opportunity. Um, as Father Pogachnik was mentioning here, it, when we're together, um, to each guy, uh, while we're on this vacation, gets an entire night to himself to share for as long as he wants or needs or is moved to do, uh, just to share his last year. And I found for myself, uh, maybe each of you guys can comment on this a little bit more, but I found for myself, uh, going back to what Father Scott said, um, there's been a couple years. Uh, that I've looked forward to this vacation. So as it's coming, you know, it's September, October, November, coming into December, right? Advent's coming up. There have been times, and I'm I'm just going to be honest about it, that I've looked forward to this vacation time more than the celebration of Christmas. Um, Maybe just at a human level, just needing brothers or whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I'm always excited for, I mean, Advent's a beautiful season. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful Advent, these old antiphons coming up to Christmas. Um, and Christmas is beautiful. Uh, as a priest, Christmas is stressful. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's the, there's two days that I work every year and it's Easter and Christmas. <laughs> and so like, you know, <laughs> Um, and everybody out there is not laughing. They're like, yeah, we know, Father. <laughs> and priests are laughing because we know it's not true, right? Um, but uh, to have that time just to, to reflect for the a couple of days before I'm going to share with you guys. And I'm, I'm sitting overlooking the ocean, and I'm, I've got my journal from the last year, and I'm going through my journal. And I'm looking at from last January when I left you guys, and then I'm looking at February, and I'm looking at March, and I'm looking at what happened with my, uh, my pastoral ministry. I'm looking at what, what's going on in my family life. I'm looking at what's going on in my spiritual life, just praying, and what the Lord is showing me about teaching me or healing in me or the difficult challenges that I've in- encountered or the, the things that I was hoping for that didn't come to pass, the things that I didn't even know I was ho- could have been hoping for that did come to pass, and the joy, um, or just like the mystery of like what's going on, and then like at some point, like the Lord shows me what he's been up to like maybe for a couple months or a couple years or for my whole life he's like unfolding the mystery of who i am to me uh, and i'm going back and i'm looking at that in my journal before i'm sharing trying to summarize that uh, i'm trying to summarize a year in uh, in about an hour sharing with you guys and it's like that's impossible mm-hmm. uh and it's not because my life is exciting it's because the lord a life with the lord is there's a lot. <laughs> it's not an empty life. Mm-hmm. It is a full, and I don't even journal every day. I mean, I journal like a couple times a week or whatever. And it's like, if I journaled every day, there's no way. So life with the Lord is, um, 
it's wild. Uh, and to be able to share that and try to summarize that to you guys. And then to hear you guys say things like, uh, well, say more about that. Or, you know, Craig, I'm seeing, I'm seeing something going on here that's really, you know, are you seeing that too? It's like, oh, yeah. I guess I was probably seeing that, but you know, to hear you say that is affirming it for me, or you know, whatever. So the, those the, those sharings uh, when we're together, the seven of us um, are together in January for that for that week. It's uh, it's huge. <laughs> so going back to how Father Scott introduced it, Monsignor Tom Powers um, inviting us to do that and saying, uh, guys. Don't have too many guys. You can't have your whole class come. It's not mm-hmm. going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't only have one or two because if someone's got to cancel, then it's done. You mm-hmm. know, have something between four and six or eight or whatever the thing was, and then stick with it. Don't add guys. Don't kick guys. Like, stick with it mm-hmm. uh, and make it happen. And so, and it's and it's been, it's been that for us. And be intentional about it. Absolutely. You know, you have to make commitments to one another. Yep. You know, and I think that's uh, one of the things that we had to do was. Uh, we, we do it every year. We, we plan the, the date of the next uh, vacation um, before we leave the vacation that year, you know. Right. Um, and so it's a real uh, commitment. We Nobody can say we can't, <laughs> we didn't know about it or we couldn't put it, find it on, uh, free time on our calendar because... We did you know, it a year in advance. We did it a year in advance. And we know. know it two years in advance. I mean, we know it if, if something comes up, we're like, hey, should I plan a pilgrimage for my parish in five years, January 5th? Nope, no. I shouldn't. Because <laughs> right. I'm going to be with my boys, right. you know. Uh, this coming year, uh, we're going to be adding a couple days uh, and getting right. over to Guadalupe. Absolutely. I no, love absolutely. that. I love that. So, any other thoughts you guys want to share? And we're going to take a break. Well, I here, just but. think, yeah, very much is like it's it, the the fruit of that time together. Yeah. I, I, I've at least been told is just the gift. I mean, a great gift to the people. Because growing up as a young man, I didn't get to see like priests in friendship. I didn't get to see priests who really loved being with each other. Mm. And so, it's a tremendous gift. I even. You know, whenever I have someone can celebrate at the parish, but just that that friendship among priests communicates so much to people. Mm. Like, wow, like. That's beautiful. Like the Lord's mm-hmm. drawn them in, not to this lonely life, but to a rich life, uh, a life that just continues to be like both a sacrifice, but also poured out for the people. And I think, you know, people talk about the complementarity of married, married love with the priest who loves the church's bride, you know? And so like to mm-hmm. really see these brothers in fraternity, uh, to see the richness of their vocation poured out for other people. Uh, I just think for me, that's, didn't, it wasn't something I saw a lot. And so for me to be able to like give that as a gift to the people of God mm-hmm. is a fruit of this time together each year. Right. Yeah. yeah and I, I would just add to, to that, um, you know, <laughs> we just celebrated Pentecost. You know, when you get a bunch of uh, men together who are praying uh, individually, uh, but then praying together, uh, sharing their life together, um, the Lord's going to show up and he's going to pour out uh, abundance of, of grace and there's going to be um, rejoicing. Um, and I think that's certainly one thing that I've taken away that every year to be able to rejoice in the good works that the Lord is doing uh, in the brothers, you know, that um, I've come to know, respect, trust, love. Um, and so to uh, come together and take that time to rejoice in uh, the good work that the Lord uh, has done is doing and will certainly continue uh to do um but i think um for me personally i think in ministry it's so easy to start uh allowing little doubts or fears or whatever to start you know kind of settling into your mind and your heart um and when you have brother priests who are able to um really 
look at you in in great love and uh, you see how much they appreciate you uh, they appreciate your priesthood all that kind of stuff um, some of those doubts those fears whatever just start melting away mm-hmm. you know and uh, we come out of that time together you know refreshed rejuvenated you know the evil one has lost his uh, foothold mm-hmm. in our hearts mm-hmm. and we're set free yeah you know we're free to pour ourselves out into as father scott you were saying uh into ministry to uh, serve the bride that we have come to to love um and we're free to lay our life down uh even more because we know that we're loved you know as uh beloved sons mm-hmm. um, and we have brothers who support us in that yeah. you know so it's um yeah it's it's been a, one of the greatest gifts uh of seminary um, I always tell people, you know, what, what is the greatest gift of seminary? Well, one of them is certainly fraternity. Um, mm. And I think uh, the Lord, the Lord is the one who really helped establish this, this uh, fraternity. Mm. You know? Right. And so it's a gift. Yes. We're going to take a quick break here and we'll come back and we'll get into some just of the highlights, uh, some of the fun stories uh, that we've experienced over 10 years. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host. This is Real Presence Live. Stay with us. We're coming back with more on the beauty of priesthood just after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 